I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Louie, we're going to talk all things Supercoach. Uh, thank you very much for joining us and tuning in for another week. Massive weekend of football. The wingers went mental. Uh, double tries all over the joint. Forwards got in on the action too. Everyone's charged up post-Origin 1. Of course, we've got Origin 1 to talk about as well. Berg says a few things up his sleeve. Go Queensland. Pardon. Oh, don't even start. But Game 2 is uh, only a couple of weeks away now. So... Curious to see what happens there. Uh, boys, how was your weekend, Supercoach-wise? Nah, I'm all good, apart from the late slip after not Captain and Cleary. Yeah, well, I VC'd that. him, considered the loop, and I was like, 106, don't know. No, nah, I was going to straight Captain him and then had a few too many on the Saturday. Got yeah. distracted with something else and didn't Captain him. I Captain Hines, rough. Yeah, same. Oof. Chasing last week's points. Uh, brutal, but it is what it is, and here we are. <laughs> And Huss obviously getting hurt, but hurts everyone, so or most people. See, double busted shoulder. Now, that is definitely one of our talking points, so why not get into that first up and foremost? Origin, uh, and then he's come back. He's had shoulder problems in the past. Looks like he's flared up now, both shoulders, as you were saying before the show. Two busted shoulders. What do you do with him? I'm selling, personally. Yeah. I'm getting out. Well, the going's not good. No, yeah, I just look back. Since he done his first one, his highest score is 62. And now, oh, well, I think he might have had a bigger one the week before that. But now he's done both of them with Origin as well. I can't hold him. Yeah, and do you pick him? What do you mean do you pick him? For Origin. If he's oh. willing to play him and he's named to play this week, provided he makes it through this if, weekend. Yeah, if, he, if he gets through this week, you pick him. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a little faith in the pain? Um, well, even, even if he's needling him up and he plays for the first... 40 minutes, and you can take him off, and you can work around that. But I think he'll definitely play if he gets through. What about you, Burks? Um, he plays, but yeah, reduced minutes. Carrigan's doing his thing. Um, I think also Flegler's doing his thing there. I think Payne Ask probably, they could probably use him, but they can easily rest him for long periods. No, it's all about for New South Wales. Oh, are we? Same. I don't think. I don't think you risk it. Jake Trevojevic probably comes in if he's got to play double needled. 
and he doesn't play game. If if Freddie doesn't get what he wants out of him next two games, I don't think you risk it. It's a big risk. Like you said earlier, one knock the wrong way and he's in big trouble and that's us down a bloke for the rest of the game. So it's 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 a concern. Um in saying that we've already got work to do. Like um if Tupo if Tupo goes You don't have work to do. We're gonna talk origin in a little bit. Let's stay uh, focused on Payne what are you Hass. doing with Payne Hats. Me oh, at this point I'm holding on. Um I don't know. <sighs> I've got IPAP and Tom Malolo and Payne Haas, so I know it's a, a cash hit, but it's still Payne Haas. So, um, I just want to have a look this week and see what Kevy does with him, if he does play reduced minutes. and It's not much of a cash hit from Payne Haas down to Lolo. It's only about 60K. I've got Lolo. I've got Lolo and I've got um, IPAP. So then who are, you, who are you going for? Uh, if you were to sell Payne Haas, who are you, who are you looking at? Uh, um... K dog, yeah. Clemmy, yeah. Clemmy would be the man for me. He's he's been doing really good. Are you trying to sit on that as a pod, Bert? No, or, no. Or he's on genuinely the, he's forgotten. On the, no, he's on the list. He's on the list later. I've got um, guys on the list there, but yeah, or even sneaky Joe O, who's also on the list. Joe O's been chugging along eighties. What list are you talking about? Oh, we got a list here. Oh, hello. Um, You're going to allude to what this list might contain for later on. Uh, some must-haves for 17, what we're sort of looking at. Uh, some maybes and some avoids. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm looking forward to this list. Yeah. So, um, Payne Haas, you are a sell, you're not a sell. I, I, at the moment, I'm holding. I've probably got other issues. Before this Payne. week, his four scores were 48, 53, 60, 62. So, he's been on the decline since the first one busted, pretty much. He has. He has been. And I've noticed that myself. And, and for me... I. If I am going to move him along, I might try to get Paddy Carrigan. Yeah, I think that's a good get, especially if Payne's going to be playing reduced minutes. Paddy Carrigan, man on fire at the moment. If you don't care about 17, yeah. Yeah, Paddy Carrigan's probably <clears throat> going to do a lot of, lot more work up there. And from what we've seen in Origin last Wednesday, fuck me, he's great. He, he's a gun. And then what he even backed it up with, with on, on he, the he Broncos. Did, he did. He backed it up. Solid performance for the Broncos the other night too. And... That just says me machine, you know. And if he does that you, for the rest of the year, then he'll do pain hard stuff anyway. So for me, I'll, I'll be looking at Carrigan this week if it's if if I can go that way. Five hundred and seventy-five k. Yeah, I had him early. He was obviously a slow starter, but definitely starting to yeah yeah get on the radar at the moment. For yes, sure. Roscoe's agreed over there with the pod front row with Joe O. There, I've noticed. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, Ross is looking forward to your list too now. Yeah, See what well, you've done there? It's a, we're a bit late, so we'll get into the list yeah. soon. But what about for you guys? Huss, for who? For I'm, you? I'm, I'm a sell. I've already got Clem. I've already got IPAP in my front row. So I'm going Lolo on Con's advice. I was on Lolo earlier in the season. I jumped off for a bit. not entirely sure what price I jumped on and off at. I'll try and have a look it up in a sec. But, um, yeah, going back there doesn't seem like too much for sideways trade. If Payne's busted, yeah. do I make the trade now? Or do I hold until captains run at the very least? Make the trade late. Only oh, matters. You're even going to make the trade or you're not. You can apply. It's whether he gets through the game or not, and by then it's too late. Yeah. Fair call. Make a decision. All right. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've already put the trade in. So. Louis owner. Payne Haas owner. Yeah. Yeah. Payne Haas owner. Trading. 
I'm, I'm not at this stage. Yeah. At this stage, at this stage, I'm holding. Uh, but yeah, a long two more days until <laughs> until cut off. So <laughs> yeah, probably gonna change my mind about fight night. Yeah. All right. What's that thing that's got four likes there? We like that. Up here. Oh, okay. Uh, so we have a couple of comments from the live listeners. So Brad Smith on the on the live chat. Thanks for commenting. Uh, evening. So with Kafusi being found not guilty, does this mean? Does this mean the judiciary has as much credibility as Prince Andrew at a feminist rally? <laughs> well, we I mean, all you know, said it, Brad, not me. We all know Prince Andrew has got some credibility. I don't think he got found guilty, did he? Let's not go into it, Burks. Anyway, He's clearly but, not across uh, it. Um, but let's face these facts. Read the room, bro. I personally have no issue with Felice Kafusi's action on the weekend, personally. No sound. No sound. Can't hear Louis. It's alright. Um, well, you two keep talking. Oh yeah, I have, okay. no, I have no issue with it either. Yeah, I'm I think issue. I, I think he knew exactly what he was doing, but I think he he was already in that position to do what he done. He didn't deliberately move himself into that position. He just was in that position and knew how to take full advantage of it, get maximum effect out of it. Well, I think I think most of the blocks. Stemming people are remembering his last action when he did the same thing. I can't remember who Maddo. he did it to. Was it Maddo? When was he got it? knocked out last year and yeah, missed and all them weeks. Like it was like it's, it's a it's a part of the game. He can't move his arm. Like granted, he doesn't have to do that what he did, but you've got the option, and it happens a lot more than people see. And for me, I think it was I no, think it was okay. If, if Sam Walker just got up and played on. There wouldn't be a mention, but because he had a bloody nose and walked off a bit dazed, it gets brought up. Yeah. But like you said, it, hap- it probably happens a hundred times a game. Yeah. Happens a lot. Like, like, but everyone else just gets up. Yeah. And then while we're, we're talking judiciary and stuff and footy, Naden. Naden for me, hey. should have got more. More for you. That was a 10 week for me. If going off Lawton six weeks, that was 10 weeks. I think the difference with the Lawton thing was Lawton sort of jumped into it. Like Lawton sort of applied force, whereas Naden sort of just tipped him on his head, you know. Um, there's, don't get me wrong, it's a fine line between what's good and what's not. Like there's no good in either of the things, you know what I mean? There's no good in it. But for me, watching, I've gone and looked at both today actually because I knew we were going to talk about this at some point. Lawton drove with the legs a bit. Whereas Where did Nate, Murray land? On his back, shoulder yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, but Murray was also contorting himself. So where'd he live? On his neck. On his back, shoulder kind of region. I, I don't have an issue with the Murray tackle. Oh, I, I think Lawton was hard done by, but that's yeah. I'm a lefty on that one. But yeah, um, Naden, yeah, Naden for me still should have got more. Like when you land on your head like that, like it doesn't matter about the driving. That's a fucking spin yeah, tackle. That was, um, that was a really and, bad and one. The driving force is different. Like, I, like old mate. Wasn't intending to put um, Cam Murray on his head like Cam Murray spun around looking for the the belly to to get up quick play the ball and that sometimes on onus of the ball carrier for me like the refs and that have got to look at that it's not if the tackler is making the tackle if old mate don't twist and that's a perfect tackle you know he's going to just get winded and smashed and get up and play the ball but everyone now is taught to sort of get on your belly and get up quick and he's the best at it. He's gonna getting up and playing the quick play the ball, Cam Murray. So 
not to, not saying that Lawton done the right or wrong thing, but for me, that was more accidental. Accidental with driving force. They're, they're all they're all accidental. None of them are deliberate. Well, they're not. But that was yeah, that was a flat out spear tackle on his head the other day. That's that's that should have been way more than four weeks for me. Very lucky. Yeah. Considering. Yeah. What do we got here? We got Scotty Smith, Capucci's grub. <laughs> I can't imagine Capucci's going to have many fans. No, but that's but you know what? That's been a part of his game for as long he as is he's a played. He's he's always been a rough player, mate. And that's part of I sort of like Capucci. He's always just fucking rough. Like I like it. But anyway, back to Supercoach. Um, I just we've talked pain us so loops, guys. Like. I've seen a few loops going wrong on the weekend now. For me, I don't think normal rounds are, are probably viable for the loops. Like, There's so much that can go wrong for you. Um, Who would you have looped this weekend, though? I didn't even consider looping Ola Kawatu. Oh, there's no... You know what? For under 150, I can't see the loop viable. See, I considered looping Nath when I saw Nath in the half because he was my vice anyway. But... Yeah, like I mean, Olakuatu didn't come into consideration when I was putting my my vices out there. Even even my captaincy choice, I didn't even think to go for the safe option of Olakuatu. Like, was he safe option? Like, I mean, no, he wasn't. You didn't see that many tries coming from Manly, did you? Especially through their forwards. Well, they Josh Alloy got a double. Double, yeah. He looked good against the Tigers, didn't he? Yeah. His former team, but yeah. Like on the weekend, I seen I seen a fa- uh, Facebook post where a dude was blowing stacks because um, he's run the loop on Burbo. Well, mate, at the, the end of the day, these are the things that as super coaches you got to sort of keep on top of throughout the year, if, especially if you want to remain competitive. If you're going to run a loop, especially with a Burbo or someone like that who's on an extended bench, um, you need to you need to be looking at an hour before kickoff to see if he made it into the squad, and if he did, you got to get him out. Like it's um. That's on you. You can't be blowing up going, oh, fuck Des for playing Burbo. Like, that's that's your fault. Yeah, I mean, you took a gamble um, and it didn't pay off this week. And there's been... Pretty there's sure the mail was out 24 hours before the Manly game. He even got close to kicking off that Cherry wasn't playing and Burbo was in. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a late swap, I don't think, at all. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just don't understand how people, oh, fuck this, right? It's like, come on, mate, this is your fault. Like, if you don't look at the kickoff, if... Like, I've been guilty of it myself. Not look like TPJ the other week. I played TPJ when he got ruled out back spasm. Didn't check me phone. I was at some Wiggles bullshit in Blacktown, like, and it, that was my fault. You know, that's not on the that's not on the game or anyone else. Like, that's your stupidity. So, when loops go wrong, that's sort of you haven't done the math right and the calculations right. Like, you can't be blowing stacks if you loop wrong. And for me, I think your loops really only viable during buy rounds or rounds where there's formidable matchups, you know what I mean? Like on a Friday or a Thursday night where you've, you're putting on your random VC. Because let's face it, you should be trying to pot on with your VC, yeah? You shouldn't be trying to just go with the grain with your VC. Your VC should be that guy you think's going to get four tries or just have the, his best game of his career. And then your safe bet's your captain. Like sometimes it's like, that's where you got to look for your loop. Like if you had a Seve in your squad this week and you had your VC, you would have looped that nearly. But yeah, anyway, that's just where I'm going with the loop. You ever looped wrong or anything? No, I mean, I don't run the loop very often, I'll be honest. It's not my thing. Um, 
Yeah, I, I throw the VC out there, but I generally just go and throw the captaincy out there and, and just tend to let it ride anyway. So, yeah, I don't, I don't play any tricky things with with the loop very often. Con? Nah, not a fan. No. I, I didn't loop um, Harpy. When he, I, I remember not looping someone that ended up smashing a massive score. All right, so, all right, should we go into the what we think are must-haves for round 17, and then we'll, we'll do a Brad thing and we'll do a comparison, see who we got and who he's got. Um, all right, so the must-haves for 17. They, they aren't all must-haves. Some of these are just good options, I feel. Well, yeah, well, yeah. well let, let's, let's, let's go through his list. Pick it apart, Con. <clears throat> all right, so IPAP. IPAP's definitely... Can't pick it apart too much. So it helps make it. You can still help me figure it apart. But IPAP? Yeah, well, he's a walk-up starter. Um, Everyone should have him already. Pappenhausen, named on the extended bench this week. <coughs> um, oh, I can't say making origin if Teddy's fit personally. So, unless he gets the 14, I don't know. But for me, if he's at, if he's playing 17, walk-up start. Should even be thinking about how to get him in now. Yeah. Um, if you can. Uh, Nico Hines, he'll be another one. Provided he doesn't make the Origin squad, we'll play 17. Well, you know at least one of those two aren't making it. So If yeah. not both of them. Yeah, that's it. One of them could be 18th man. That could be a drama for Pappenhausen, maybe, even Hines. But I don't think either of make the team. Yep. Which is good for Supercoach. Let's face that fact. Uh, oh, 18th man doesn't play, does he, that week? No. So, yeah, that's not good for Supercoach. Then Ezra Man. Now, if you didn't jump on Ezra Mam last week, you are 140,000? 136,000. 135,000 out of pocket. So, Plus 70-odd points. Yeah. Um, this week, if you didn't do it, I suggest good buy coverage um, is a jewel. I suggest you jump on this week before it's too late. Uh, he looks like the sort of player that you might even be able so to sort of... But this week's a bit of a conundrum because Reynolds is out. No Herbie, no Stags. Stags playing. Oh, Stags is playing. Stags named anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he done okay. He done okay without Reynolds yeah. last time. Herbie Farmworth for me is a massive loss for Brisbane. He is a massive, massive loss. Um, do we have Ross's round up handy as well? Uh, massive loss. And then Dill Bags. Now I know, I know, there's a fair few people already on Dill Bags. Um, well done. Yes, but for me, he's the, he's second to Munster. There's not really much. Drinky. Oh, yeah, Drinky, but, yeah, Drinky. I forgot about Drinky, but Bags, for me, if you're looking, maybe. To, He's your prime 17 candidate. Well, if you if you, you want to get rid of drink water, I don't see why you would, but if you wanted that 17 player, Bags will probably go on for the rest of the year as well. You you could easily keep him there. You can always stash Drinky at fullback, depending on what your situation is too. Allow you to go yeah. the deal Bags move at the same time. Yeah. I really wouldn't want to get rid of Thirsty if I didn't have to. Nah. And then just just to cover another seven for seventeen because I know like it's going to be they're hard pressed to come by. Jerome Hughes. Well, there's probably a couple this one you could maybe roll the dice with. Yeah. Well, Hughes, Nico, Mam, and Moses. Yeah, well, yeah, Moses on later. Even A Ray if he's back from his rib complaint. Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't so there's quite a few halves where you could possibly roll the dice with. I don't think any of them will be keepers to the end, but. If you want that number. Hines obviously will be. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Talakai. Now, he's he had a good game <clears> last <throat> week. 
I, I've had a look. He tends to do better against those tougher teams. Yeah. So he he for me Tony Stags. Well, yeah, he he did it. Oh, he got belted by Katani, didn't he? Yeah. But anyway, um, for me, he's a look in. Especially we've had a look into the two week thing. There was rumours floating around that he was getting um, sanctioned by the NRL for two weeks for the court matter. Court matter. But then, um, so but we had a look and we think he's playing. So if he's playing, he's going to be a get on this week. Well, look. Like we mentioned, the whole back line, all well, the outside backs anyway, except for Ramian for me. Yeah. Katoa yeah. and Mulatalo and Talakai. They got the Titans dogs next two weeks, and then they had that rough patch of, I think it was Para, Storm, Panthers, Cowboys, or yeah, something yeah, all in yeah. a row. But then their last five games are really good. So yeah, you can either get on now and have them for that 17 against the week in Melbourne and ride out those tough games. Or hopefully pick them up juicy after round 20. Cheap. And, yeah, ride them home for their last five weeks. We'd beat Pod by then, surely, as well. Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then Campbell Graham also made it onto the list, especially if he stays on that left side for me. Um, he's just so good. He, he is a chance of origin, but for me, uh, Campbell... would be a really outside chance, I think. I got him as a sneaky pick-up the other day. It was him or Ruben Garrick, and I decided him... Don't know why. Thinking oh, yeah. Manly probably weren't going to go too well that weekend. <laughs> Would have been 130000 cheaper or something too. Yeah. He's a lot cheaper. Who? Uh, Campbell Graham. Graham. Yeah, well, that's it. So I had an option where I could do either. But yeah, ended up going Campbell Graham. and got 96 happy. or something on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he's coming in a good form. Burke's got the Rainer. He's, be, he's, he's always had it. He's always had the base and the work ethic. He just was on the wrong side of the field. Now he's on the right side of the field, or the left side of the field, which is the right side of the field. He's going all right. All right, and then also on that list, I've got Clemmer, yeah. who we've talked about for Payne Askwoods. Then Joe O also got a sneaky mention, um, just because he's been chugging away nicely, un, un, unnoticed as well. No, I look at him every week and just wait for him to fall off that cliff and you just can't do it. I'm still just waiting for him to fall off that cliff and he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, it's here. He I, I didn't think he was going to be and much. going and going. Thought it was a bit of a joke at the at the start of the season, but uh, yeah, good on you if you did get on. He, he's proven to be a good little well, player. Yeah, he's been chugging along nicely the last at least five weeks that I've sort of been looking right into him. Um, then Zach Lomb, this is where the list becomes maybe's. Yeah, the maybe's list. Okay, I uh, got Zach Lomax on the maybe's list. Um, he's a no for me. No Why? for you? Why? I was, don't think the Dragons have a lot of points in him and he's just not finding the attacking stats like he did when he had that breakout year. Yeah, fair enough. You got that yeah. post-breakout year, Blues. And then I've got Katoa from Sharks. Now, I've only got him on the maybes because Mulatalo seems to have a better base. You know? Well, their left seems to be the favoured side too. Yeah, so Katoa can have that odd week of <coughs> a 20 or a 30-odd. But I look back, I think he's had two games under 20, but I don't think the last one was... To like around seven or eight, so it was a fair while ago. And I don't think he's been under 35 since then. Yep. And then I got Sivo. Now I know you jumped on early, <laughs> uh, but Sivo could definitely he could warm to the task. NRL football is a bit different to park football. 
Um, well, it would have been a master stroke if he got a hat trick. You know no, what I mean? they, the parry just didn't turn up. They got dominated. Yeah, if, you got to remember. If, if the game went to script, he probably would have scored 150, but unfortunately, it doesn't always go to script. Pa- yeah. Parra didn't score. Like, they scored one try that entire game. And, and even then, yeah. it was a fucking rocket ball that Penasini was lucky to get hold of. Yeah. But, yeah, and then also on that list, got Maddo. If he doesn't make origin... Um, I feel he could be good for 17, especially just to show Freddie, you know. Um, he might take offence to it, but he could also make origin. Mitch Moses on that list, uh, as we talked a bit earlier. And then Cody Walker, he's also on that list for me. As that left side gets a bit better, um, I, I see him using Campbell Graham properly as well. So that's good for both Campbell Graham and Cody Walker, you know. So... I like him. I like... No, ain't down for his no Murray, no Cook, 17. Yeah. Yeah, but whoever they play, she would be under strength. Whoever they play, we don't... I haven't looked in that far. And then, um, all right, now we're on the avoids for 17. Now, you put Lomax straight on that list. Uh, we went Guffo as well. Don't get don't get fooled by Guffo. He, he, has, he has good patches of football, but he's not a premium... He's not a premium. He's a bloke you might have started the year with, and if you did, kudos to you. But since the start, they've really dropped off. There was a time to move Guffo on. I'm not sure this is the time to bring Guffo back. Um, and then also Blake Braley. I see I see a lot of things Especially about... Especially when Hines or Paps will be available. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. So you're sort of clogging your shit up with Guffo. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Blake Braley. A um, couple of people talking Blake, but like you said, he's inflated by line, Blake, uh, line breaks and tries the last couple of weeks. So if he doesn't get those, he's not getting the scores he's been getting. So. Even with them, he still only punched out back-to-back 60s. Yeah. Oh, I feel he picked him up four weeks ago, the week before he got his 91, and cheaper. Under four hundred or something, if under thousand, yeah, great. But is now is hooker the like? Is it another s- sort of spot where you'll take that hit? It's for a pretty, seventeen. It's a pretty yuck spot. It's looking that way, eh? Like you sort of just cop that hit for seventeen. Hopefully, you've got some love elsewhere. Otherwise, there's like Reed Marnie, who we both said no to. Roll dice with the cheese. Yeah, still hasn't been pumping out that. No, nah, he's scores. been horrible. Um, yeah, Reed Marnie. And then you, you straight up said Jesse Ramian's an avoid for you. I like, think those other three around him are much better. Yeah, like he loves breaking the tackle. I like Jesse Ramian as a player. Base, great. But, Fantastic. Um, yeah. For me, if you're getting on any Sharks, I'm getting on Mulatalo, Talakai, then Katoa, then probably Ramian in that order. But, yeah, all right, so we got... We got Ross's. Louis, do you, do you have anyone else, mate, that you'd like to add or contribute to that list? Oh, the, the, the few players that I did have have already been said. So yeah, all good. Yeah. Oh, look at that, Scotty Smith. Before we go to Ross's roundup, should we go through the lives? Have a look at what the lives are doing. Yeah. Go back through the lives for us there, Please. Louis. Please. If you may. Okay, so uh, I'll start stop, go down. Let's have a look. Where were we? We're up to here. Um So Mark Vows. Vowsies, most famous dude we know about. <laughs> Pro Drifter. 
uh, Aiken to Campbell Graham or cheapy Grant Anderson? Um, or Aiken to Enough and save the cash for the run home after 17? Campbell Graham, stay away from Anderson. Yeah. yeah. So Anderson's a trap, you reckon? Pappy's back this week? Yeah. And oh, if I'd... not, next week at the latest? Yeah. What about what about the enough option? Or is Campbell Graham's got a pretty juicy run there? Yeah, I've had the option of getting in Campbell Graham or saving the cash to get in a gun in six weeks' time for the run home. I'd rather just get Campbell Graham in now and have him for the run home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fully get that. Ross Mann reckons it's too late for Ezra Mann. Reckons nah, he missed the boat. 100, 140k down. That's only... Look, it is a <clears> massive <throat> loss, but... If you're looking for a guy that's definitely going to play 17 and doesn't look too bad, don't you don't give me definitely, don't you dare, right? Because we all okay. know that there's guys every year and things happen every week on the field. Bar an injury, yeah, man. that's it. So don't. But that's- there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. See, that's what I mean. That, that don't give me this definitely stuff. Cotter was definitely playing thirteen. No, no, we said that for a few weeks before. You guys doubted it. Con did over there. Maybe that's just the Queenslander in him. I nah. said he was nah. playing Origin. I'd been listening to Billy Slater on nine. Fucking loves it. <laughs> He's all over it. All okay, right. we also got Jared Watson thoughts and rapping it to. Uh, Will Kennedy boys I originally got Rappiner As a round 13 pod Didn't quite work out To plan But Rappiner Does have knights this week And dragons next Only downside With That is no space For paps Until after 17 Nah Don't do it Just get the pappy back I mean paps Is gonna take Some time to get back Isn't he No I don't think so I think Doesn't he can't... take a few weeks To get back to full match fitness well, Or wasn't... he explode Out of the gate wasn't a head knock. Wasn't a head knock. Like when he comes back from them head knocks, he seems to be a bit, uh, you know. I'm that confident. I'm whacking the C. I've got the C on him already. See, I can't afford to get him in my team. I never sold him. I never sacked him. I can't believe you managed to hold that. How much is he? 900. Jeez. 929. Yeah, it's it. And I can't get anywhere near that cash. That, that was, I knew that was going to be my predicament too. Can't believe you held him, bro. Good work. Six weeks. It was a big old, and and went up the ladder too, doing that too, didn't you? I had a few good weeks. Yeah, so that was good for you. Till the buy around hit. <laughs> All right, now with G- now Scotty Smith. Hold on, well, did thoughts on Rappiner? Oh shit. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't like the Rappiner, the Kennedy trade. I'd find the money and go to Paps. 
Especially especially if I'm getting Kennedy in means I can't get Paps till after seventeen. I want Paps. Yeah. That's just me, but I think he's gonna burst out. If you think Paps gonna have a slow running, you think Kennedy can do something, remember that tough four week stretch from seventeen to twenty he's got coming up too. Against the storm. Panthers, Cowboys and sh- uh, Rabbitohs, I think para, it was. Uh, Rabbitohs were one, but I, I don't know. I probably said it different every single time, but it <laughs> was a tough four weeks. Yeah, he has got a tough four weeks. So, yeah, nah. For me, yeah, Papenhausen, for me, is the guy you, you should be trying to get now. I don't know about, like, yeah, if you have to step in stone to get there, maybe, but you you don't know. He's just, you sort of just got to get well, to Well, a, a lot of people went to Teddy. And I think Teddy's up to 750, 760,000 at the moment. So you only really got to find 180K. Which, yeah. Which is flicking a Tamare Martin or something like that. <laughs> and you're almost there. Scott Smith's with you. He says that uh, Joe O's a good option, especially now Lucci's made the sudden dash to the Cowboys. Uh, and Chris Maxfield is also asking, Will Kennedy at 360, juicy or no? Look, you remember last year, Timmy Moody went on that run with Will Kennedy. I think one of I think Roscoe done it too. Roscoe got up to two hundred and something off the back of Will Kennedy as well. He went on a run, but doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It could be it could be a good look for me. But no, nah, if I can get to Pappenhausen in any way, shape, or form, I'd get there today. That's that's for me. So. I don't think he's coming out the block slow at all. What's your next topic, Bergs? Uh, next topic should be... Brado. Ross. Oh, Brado. Oh, Brado. That's it. Very, uh, Brado sent us through another video this week. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what he's breaking it down. We don't really watch it until you guys do, so we're all in this together. So let's see what Brad's got in store for us this week. Wasn't on. Evening Super Coaches. G'day, Jazzy, Con and Bergs. Hope everyone saw a few green arrows as usual. I'm sure there was a there was a few really good big scores out there and uh, lots of well scoring players last week. So if you had your team position nicely, I'm sure that um, uh, a lot of people saw some good results out there to all our super coaches listening tonight. Um just having a look over Teamless Tuesday news and uh, having a look at some of the, the possible uh, standouts from last week that could be a, a jump on for this week. Um, you know, and there was a few few that certainly uh, caught my eye. Uh, and the first one we'll, we'll, have, we'll jump straight in and have a look at because we've got a bit to sort of consider for this week. Um, uh, especially given the the fact that there's a you really should be making at least one or if not two buys this week to get yourself ready for round seventeen. 
Um, you should have a few players getting ready to move on, although with the Bulldogs excelling last week, it means that players like Karaz and Max King have a shitload more cash to make, so it makes it very hard to, to move them along. But there are some Manly, Canberra players um, and Rooster players that you certainly should be uh, considering moving along in, in your team um, right about now. And we'll discuss just a couple of options uh, stats-wise that have, that have stood out for us. So um, the first one to have a look at here is Joe Offengawi. Now, he's not really a downgrade option because he's 588k, so he is pretty expensive. Um, however, with a, a BE of only, um, well, he's got a BE of 67, so it's up there. But the thing that's really got me interested in him is the last five weeks, these are his scores, 94, 40, uh, but that 40, he had a head assessment and didn't come back onto the field, and that was only in about the 30-minute mark. Um, 88, 55, 83. So even with that 40 in his score, he, he's got a rolling average of 72 um, over the last five weeks. That's pretty. That's pretty damn impressive. If he's getting just underneath eighty uh, every single week, he's averaging sixty-five minutes as well. So that means uh, PPM-wise, he's doing about one point two every single week, um, even higher at other times. One point three there for a couple of weeks. Um, it, that's that's a very very enticing uh, proposition to look at, and one that sort of slipped underneath my. My radar a bit a couple of weeks ago. I would have loved to have actually spotted him, um, and I knew he's going okay, but I didn't know he's going that good. So in a difficult position, if you've got a, a TPJ or somebody you might want to be moving along, it'd be an easy flick just to go straight to uh, Big Joe Opengawi. All right. So our next one to look at. Uh, bear with me. Um, the next one to look at will be uh, a Jordan Ricky. Now, Jordan Ricky here. Sorry about that, guys. Um, he, he, look, he's interesting. I wish I jumped on him a couple of weeks ago. He was a lot, lot cheaper. He's 474K now. Uh, he's got a five-week average of 54. Um, but uh, there is going to be extra minutes and extra time at the Broncos with their injury toll increasing. Um he is starting on an edge and has been starting on an edge for the last few weeks. So, yeah, he, he's certainly one to to consider. But the reason we mention him is because we'll have a look at this fella now. Now, Luke Garner, um, at right about the same price, he's uh, 480 rather than, than Ricky's 474. Um, but Luke Garner has a BE of 50. So if you're going to buy him, this week's a week to jump on. Um, I mean, a couple of weeks ago probably would have been an even better time to jump on. Uh, but with 50, um, he's, he's priced at that really optimum sort of a price. Um, the big thing that's enticing for him is his centre, centre uh, second rower dual position. Um, he plays 80 minutes every single week for the last five weeks and has a five-week average of 65. So compare that to, to Ricky, who's also... Uh, we talked about a minute ago and nicely priced. Um, Luke Garner, he's the gun. He's the, he's the one to um, that could really uh, give you a solid result in the uh, centre area. Um, for example, if you've got a Bo Permal, 
Um, it's basically a straight swap, nearly, uh, from Luke Gar from Firmwater to Luke Garner. Plus, you you're swapping a dual position to a to another dual position, um, which would be very nice indeed, and, and pretty pretty damn handy. Um, okay, so that's really the three I wanted to look at. Um, Offengawi, as I said, he's a points per minute beast at the moment. And Luke Garner, I think, is going to give you really some solid sort of figures in that center area if you want. Um, if you want, after a cheap option in the uh, 5 8 position, uh, Farmanu Brown, um, he's also uh, been selected again this week, about to play his third match. He's averaging 50 at the moment. Um, but, uh, but he is playing for the Tigers, and he's only available at 5 8 position. However, if you've got somebody like a Sam Walker and you've got an Ezra Mann as well, you could easily play Mam and and uh, downgrade Walker to Fomanu, bank the cash and get yourself ready for Pappenhausen. Um, there's a few other centre prospects out there too um, that you could probably do that too um, going forward. Really, that's about it, folks. Uh, good luck with all your trades this week. Uh, I think I'll be doing the Luke Garner one. Um, it's either that or uh, Katie Walker. I haven't decided yet which one. Might be both this week, I think. Um, it's certainly time for a, a Katie Walker. He's nearly priced just perfectly for a, for a get-in. And I, I can't see him getting selected at Origin time, not unless there's an absolute catastrophe somewhere. Um, Sevi at the... Uh, the um, Storm is the other one. He's got a minus 35 break-even. However, the Storm does worry me. I just don't know what they're going to do with Puppenhausen. So just about everybody I can see is jumping. I mean, Anderson, I think, is one of the most popular trade-ins this week. Um, I probably urge people not to trade in Anderson at this time. It's really, you've got another week to look at him. Um and I'd prefer to wait to see if he's, he's going to play 17. If he's not going to play 17, there's not much point at the moment, not unless you're trading him in to get enough as well, um, which in that point you don't give a shit about the cash he's going to make, so you probably shouldn't trade him in. Uh, Sebi probably makes a lot more sense, although he's a little bit more expensive, uh, and he is going to make upwards of, you know, certainly over the next couple of weeks, he'll make a, you know, 100 grand, and I, I think that, um, his game looks, with a 58 average at the moment, his game looks a lot more um, conducive to Supercase scoring. Um, Anderson, as I said, I'll, I'll be jumping on uh, round 17 if he if he's named and there's a spot there available to him. But there's a few coming back for the for the Storm yet, in, including one Puppenhausen, which means Meany's got to go somewhere, um, which you would think that means a wing spot's up for grabs. I know Coates is out, but um, Meany is not going to miss out. They're not going to miss miss him. So have a look at those. Offengowie, Garner, Brown, and uh, maybe a Sevi. Good luck, Super Coaches. I hope everyone has a, a great week and sees those uh, lovely green arrows as usual. All right, till next week, guys. See you later. O2 and Coates. Well, Coates had that news that he's definitely got eight weeks, so...
Um, yeah, so I can see where some of them trades went, and I can also see where some didn't go. So it's obviously used by the jewels. Now, just quickly, I want to go back. That's the end of the super coach, unless we got some stuff over there. Oh, you wanted to touch back on Christopher Maxfield's question earlier. Um, Con went he um. That was, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Paul Burkhart. If go, Louis. Yep, uh, Paul Burkhart. If I can do it, would you trade May and Tuolagi to Graham and Pappenhausen? I mean, I like Graham and Tap Pappenhausen. Um, yeah, I would. I would because uh, May won't be playing seventeen anyway. He's he's done a job for you, May. Like, don't get me wrong. He's easily probably a season long keeper if you don't want to use the trade. But I can see, I can see if you're getting Pappenhausen, he's the man. Like Pappenhausen's the fullback to get. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be leaning that way. But Campbell Graham's no dud, so they're good trades. Yeah, I like it personally too. I do. Um, what else do we have there from anyone? Nah, that's about it. So what do you want to talk about, Burks? Origin. Oh, just Origin, like. Uh, it was a good game. Like, don't get me wrong, we were way off the pace. I, I felt New South Wales was way off the pace. But Queensland had a good game. And I, I just want to talk about some of their blokes who stood out to me. And Reuben Cotter, I, you know what? I, I hadn't really seen much of Reuben Cotter till this year. And fuck me, what a weapon. Um, and that's going into Supercoach too. Like, coming out of Origin, these blokes are only going to get better. Like... We've seen Carrigan come out of Origin Camp and back up for the Broncos just and smash it. And um, I just I, I liked what I seen from Queensland. New South Wales, I don't feel they have to make mass changes, but I feel Angus Crichton was massive let, like leave out. I know Maddo's good with his hands and shit, but he did nothing. He offered nothing. Um, I know you've got to give him a go, but Angus Crichton for me has got to make his way back in the side and if Payne Us is gone I think Jerbo's a shoe in for his spot for me that is anyway so what about you you see did you did you enjoy the game firstly yeah I thought it was a really good game wanker um <laughs> no result doesn't matter it was a good game either way um yeah Queensland just yeah Queensland is I guess I think you still just don't get it. Fuck off. I d don't give us that cliched garbage con. Well, I don't know what else. You just went in there and played club football. You tried to play Panthers football against Queensland. Yeah. It was shit. And once we shut down Nath, you were done. Which Cook I said that. Cookie if... wasn't doing anything out of there because we were dominating your forwards in the ruck as well. And, yeah, it's just... Didn't turn up to play Origin football, and he's got what he's deserved. I'll be honest, man. It it was what we talked about on the Tuesday last week before the Origin that he had no help with the kicking, man. Every time they knew it was going to knife, and by the end of the game, he'd just run it on the fourth and get tackled, <clears throat> and leave it up to someone else to do like do some work, you know. And that's where that's that's one area I think Freddie's really got to try to improve, even. Move Jack White and do some kicks or something. Um, he just needs a bit of help. Whereas Burton a six, 
Oh, no, Burton, uh, three. Don't like it? Uh, not at six. Why not? Oh. Takes that pressure off Nate with his big fucking left boot. Big like body, can run, take on the line, good defensively. Uh, Got skills. And it's played with Nath before. Yeah. yeah, but you know what's origin, mate? It, it, and from watching New South Wales and sometimes Queensland too, like from watching f- origin football most of my life now, the halves struggle. Like when you first come into the game goes so fast, they get lost in the game. Like, but you know what, Con? It's I, a big I like ask. That in a couple of years. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen this series, but especially as Burton grows into his game, you're right. He's massive body, good hands, good game manager, massive, massive boot. Yeah, that that would look really juicy. He's not, I think he's the ideal 14. Yeah. He can play anywhere except for front row. So he covers every single position pretty much. Well, he's a big kid. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'll, I'll... Just for his kicking game, take the pressure off Nath, mainly. Yeah, I'll see the merit in it, but that's unless Jerome, unless Jerome's going to step up and kick well, that, the ball at least a few times, thirty percent of the game, or like, well, even Cookie, like maybe just do some drills and just not maybe kick for touch, but just kick it downfield. Like, like there's a few times where he he could have easily popped out, ran a couple of meters and kicked it, but he well, hasn't he got do, the skill. He, he does do that for South. He kicked a few forty twenties in his career, Cookie. It's not like he doesn't have it in his game. It's just there. Yeah, that was what I felt we lacked. Do you change? We, do you change him for Appy? Nah, nah, nah. I don't. I don't. I probably wouldn't even change Luai. I just find some people that can kick the ball to help Nafe out. Like troll straight in. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Troll straight in. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if Troll reckons he's right to go, then yeah. What do you mean? I'm curious to see what he could do. Troll, you know what he's gonna do. Troll straight in. Like you know what. <clears throat> He's fucking, he's, he's an origin player, mate. Like, as much as... Like, that's it. I, I think he'd rise to the occasion and he'd get right into it. It'll come down to fitness for Trell. Well, well, he's good enough. He could have been a difference in game one if he played. Oh, easily, easily. So, uh, he he does his own work. Given Trell. the intense rehab he's done, because I'm pretty sure that's what a lot of this uh, rehab that he did over there. He might have had some surgery, but it's a hell of a lot of rehab. I'm not concerned about his fitness, man. I've seen pictures of him. I don't think I've ever seen him fitter. But for me, he probably doesn't, unless Jack Whiten can play right centre, he probably doesn't get his left centre back. I'd probably leave Jack Whiten on the left, because Jack has done well there. Done well, he probably was our player of the of the match there. He was your best, I think. Yeah, like easily. Yeah. And and that come from left centre. So for me, if Trell can't play right centre, uh, I'm not sure. I'm, not I'm sure. sure. I'm sure he'll be right. I'm sure he would I'm be sure too. Jackie would be right. I'm sure Jackie would be right too. But yeah, it, for me, I wouldn't gut my squad though. If Payne Haas is getting double needles, I'll probably bring Drake Trevojevic in. We'll, we'll not let anyone down. Jake does his own shit. No frizz? I love Frizzell. He should never have got Clem dropped Clem doesn't get a look in for the Huss jersey. Because he's a sook. Clem? He's been uh, saying, did, who takes that front row spot? Jervo? Clem's honestly on form. If you go... If, if Freddie was serious and picking on form, then Clemmer would have to get a mention because he's just fucking gone next level offloads and he didn't have that in his game when he played Origin, mate, last time. Well, you could even just start the two Parramatta players and have a Gus or something coming off playing as a middle man. I still, I still much rather Jerbo. For me, Jerbo's a big body. He never misses, bro. And he, and he, 
he does a similar job to his AEO with the linkage. So if his AEO did seem to go down again, Jakey could easily just link in, do his bit if he had to, you know. I just like Jake. I felt he was a bit hard done by not getting a spot, and I felt <clears throat> Angus Crichton was a bit hard done by not getting a spot. Fair enough. That's for me. Um, so that's all the origin. Go the go the Blues. We'll, we'll get back hopefully in game two. I'd, I hope so. I do too. I love a decider. It's a yeah. decider in Queensland. It's nothing better than winning that. Get out there, get a trophy to dead fucking silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, you standing and fuck yous, man. <laughs> There's like six guys down there having a fucking great time. <laughs> they're getting bashed. Yeah, they're oh, trying yeah. to figure out how they're getting out of Suncool. Yeah, next TikTok, some of them do bashed in Caxton. But yeah, like, and then I just want to have a quick touch on the dogs game. Like, oh, dogs this, dogs that. Parra just didn't turn up for me. I want to see heaps more out of the dogs before I start going, dogs are going to do this. But good game from the dogs. They fucking, they showed they they don't want to move to Perth anyway. <laughs> Can I, what do you think of Avarillo at fullback in that switch? Because for me, that, like, that looked good. He was on the ball a lot. He was behind the line. He showed up when he needed to. Got through a couple of times. He, he had a decent little game. Well, if he, if he learns his trade, he can, you can, you know what, it's, you can play anywhere if you apply yourself. Cooper Cronk, I think, was probably the key the, the key for that because Cooper Cronk was never getting... He was a hooker, wasn't he? He was never getting a hooker spot over Cameron Smith. Yeah, and he supposedly... Now, I don't know how true this is because I've never read any Cooper Cronk fucking bios or anything, but supposedly he just went and sat and watched fucking hours and hours and hours of videos and just learn off dudes. And by the end, bro, he was quite possibly one of the best organising halfbacks I've seen. The best. You know, and that was a dude who wasn't intentionally out there to be a halfback, but he went out and decided, well, fuck it, I can't get Cameron Smith's job, but I can sure as fuck go out and be one of the best at this, you know, and, and that was just an application of him going and do that. Perfect. So if 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 young Avrilo can do that, sure, mate. Have you seen it with Munster come through his pullback? Hughes, pullback? Yeah. Like, yeah, like there's sometimes so you have to adapt if you want to. Well, there's others. Ruben Cotter's a hooker. Um, he come through great as a hooker, I think. Yeah, there, there's others, mate. There's plenty. Oh, there's heaps, absolutely plenty out there. And I'm just saying, what like I mean, looking at the Bulldogs' spine, Marshall King's been having a decent season. He's off to the Dolphins next year. You get Marnie in there instead. Um, <laughs> you know, Addo Car out on the wing. You've got uh, Birdo, big left boot. It's dangerous. Added something different to the dogs. Oh, look, he kicks 70 on the fly. You've got, you got a good young little spine there. Look, and we have. We have. And it, it'll come down. It, it's still going to come down to all of them staying on the park because we've got no depth. Like depth, depth, nowhere to be seen. Like Flanagan was, it, you know what? It, our problem was Flanagan's been sitting in reserve grade. Baz didn't like him. Baz hated him or something. Baz wasn't a fan. So he sat down there, probably not getting much run with the, the main squad. Pans out, he probably should have been there all pre-season. You know, they should have invested the time in the bloke. They brought him over to do a job. And he, and to his credit, he's done a pretty good job since coming back from reserve grade this time around. And if they would have picked and stuck with him, and I think him and Burton would be doing much better. I mean, look, they're building something. So you can only hope for the future there. 
they've made their mistakes, but I mean they are looking good together at the moment. That's what I was thinking. Like they've got a good little halves combination going there. So well, yeah, look, look, we're heading in the right direction. We've had a win. <laughs> um, it's a matter of getting a couple now. Like it's a matter of not getting the wooden spoon. Like if you really want to show some progress as a club, then last year we got a wooden spoon. This year, even to come fifteenth. Is massive effort. Yeah, anything's better than the spoon. Um, well, we'll, I think we convincingly got the spoon last year. Like it was, there was no one even close. So, and this year we sort of a battle for the spoon. So that's good. So Parrot didn't turn up. Nah, for me, look, they've they've just rolled up thinking training session, and that that's that was their fault. Like they've rocked up thinking we'll 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 put fifty on them without trying, and whoops. The dogs turned up and they had a game. They had a game plan and stuck to it and worked. So it was good for us as a, as a club. Really enjoyed the win. I enjoyed watching it. Reg got his... Well, he sort of doesn't get to see many of them, but yeah, he got a win. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that's that's about it. All right. Oh, that's about it for the show. Unless we've got anything up there. We've got anything up there. That's about it. Cool. Peace out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.